Okay. Um, I think first thing I want to say is what is, what was your previous like idea of sex lane? Oh, when I was growing up? Yeah. Like from when you were a kid to like, like a teenager. Oh, that's a joke. That is such a joke. <laughs> Wait, uh, okay. Let me hear the punchline. I need to know what this means. No, it's such a joke because you know that like I was an angel in so many. Okay, I wasn't an angel. Definitely not an angel. <laughs> okay, I wasn't an angel. But <laughs> more so than most, I would have to say. I was just. I I grew up in a very small community, and everyone kind of looked out for each other. And while other people, you know, were doing their own thing, I myself actually never really had a real boyfriend until my senior year. And even then, like, I just, maybe I may have kissed people, but I hadn't actually, like, made out with anyone beforehand. So when it came to sex, like, I knew what it was. I knew what could happen from it. Did I know anything about the intricacies of it? And yeah, I'm gonna call it the intricacies. I'm gonna be honest because yes. it's like there's so much the like, stuff going on, and I would just always like shy away in my face and like right now you could probably you see what I'm like. I'm like oh yeah yeah that was me. I was just like oh we're talking about this cool yeah. So I just it was I knew the basics. It was you could have a baby from it. You there's a lot of responsibilities, and that was my ultimate reaction to when it was when it was about sex was like I didn't have the urge so very like biological and not for enjoyment it sounds no like. no and I I didn't even have the urge because I didn't I I wasn't like active in that way like I yeah it was outside on mine I wasn't trying to have sex even all the way up into my I think senior year really it just nope yeah I, th I had like the opposite I mean, I'm not saying I, I slept with everybody. Like, I, I didn't have a boyfriend till after I got out of high school. And, okay, I had my first kiss when I was five. And it was, like, this really cute guy who I ended up dating later in life, which is so funny. But I didn't have, like, my first actual kiss till I was, like, 16 years old. And I'm like, I'm so weird. Oh, my gosh. Like, everybody's, like, already having sex with their boyfriends. And I haven't even been kissed yet. And, you know, whatever. And it was actually, like, this really hot senior at church camp. Yeah, it was church camp. I said what I said. And I was like, you know what? It was worth the wait. Like, he was, he was, oof, Oh, for the makeout? Smoke show. Um, yeah, like, he took me to the movies. We watched, like, Friends with Benefits. Yes, and so, that, that, that movie? movie's all about, with, um, it's all about sex. It's, I it's know. Sex, which is hysterical. I know, right? Like, I don't know why I picked that or anything, but yeah. So, but after I um, went out with him, like, I saw him at church, like, a few times, and then we just kind of, like, didn't hang out or whatever. So, like, that was fine. And then, you know, that was, like, the end. That was going into junior year. Senior year, I mean, nobody at my high school I thought was cute, so whatever. And then it was right after I graduated. That was when I um, was with, like, my first serious boyfriend. And... That wasn't even, like, ugh. We did things so backwards, but, like, this whole time from when I was, like, a really little kid, I don't know, I just have, mm -hmm. I'm just a passionate person, I guess, but I've always just been, like, oh, man, can't wait to have sex. It's going to be so awesome, but I just wanted it to be good. 
So I was like really picky. I'm like, no, I'm not going to, I don't want this to suck. So that was the only thing that like held me back. It wasn't, oh, do I love them? Are they nice to me? I'm like, no, I mean business here. <laughs> so embarrassing for me. And then um, like when I lost my virginity, it was exactly like how I hoped, meaning it was good. But like the circumstances around it, so that's the part were where we're not opposites. awesome. We're opposites because they when I did opposite. lose mine, and <clears throat> neither of us knew exactly what we were doing. And yes, we were safe and all those other things about it, but it was just oh good, awfully. It was awkward. It was awful. Like I didn't know it hurt. Like. It honestly hurt and like I didn't get as much pleasure from it for a while because I didn't I also didn't know about what I needed to do for myself to make things like pleasurable so it was just lovely time over here miss you enjoying yourself while I was like oh, why do people do this it's like does it get better if you keep going and oh my it was, God. yeah it, and it took me a while like it didn't happen until I was in college and um, it progressed naturally just from being in a relationship and I felt safe in the relationship to do it. Yeah. It's just, yeah, honestly, and I, you didn't know, didn't you know didn't know what you didn't know that I was meant to look for that. Like I thought it was, maybe it's supposed to hurt. Like maybe it's still supposed to be hurting. And then I was like, definitely not, not. I mean, yeah, in the first, like the first time, definitely somewhat. Um, yeah, I had known that for a while. Uh, I don't know how this like turned out to be where like, I just, I've, I feel like I've always been like a very sexual person, but I've never, I don't watch porn. I've seen it all of like five times in my life. Two of them for fun, like with my friends, like, hey, let's see what's going on here. I'm like, oh, this is disgusting. Like, whatever. This is so fake and unrealistic. But also, I think the only reason my experience was good is because the person, you know, that I ended up dating for so long, he was just way more experienced than I was, knew exactly what to do. And I mean, looking back, like, oh, okay, great, you know, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, as we actually deepened our relationship, it got so like exponentially better than it already was. And I'm like, oh, okay. Never mind the other toxicity that was there. And I ended up finding like safer people emotionally to share that with. And I'm like, oh, look, this is just as good. It's just good in a very different way. Okay. Like it's, so it's odd. Our, but... like, our first time and growing up, neither of us, like we both shied away from it. Like we both, well, you, because you were waiting for someone that you actually, and it took, it, you took your time. Oh yeah. I was Me, really picky. I took my time because <laughs> I think mine was partially also how I was brought up in a way where like my dad taught me as a kid like oh yeah if a guy bothers you totally fine if you kick them in the balls it was so funny like I would just threaten kids in elementary school like my dad said I could do this if you irritate me like here's the thing and I was a tomboy and then not saying that tomboys don't do things but I was just so far away from it and then talking about it I was I think I was like that stereotypical girl that you imagined with them. was just like, Ugh, why are we talking about this? Or I'd just be like, I really don't know. But my dad was this crude man later on where I'd hear conversations where he would be talking to other people yeah. about just some jokes <laughs> or 
about how he traveled and that there was different women and i'm like oh yeah that's and that, but it was like not different women in the sense of like who he was like not sharing the details about it but just always like my dad was young at a time and yes. promiscuous probably in some ways maybe that's my idea of it but he he raised me in the sense of like it wasn't that I like I I don't I don't know I grew nervous of talking about it like it was awkward for me especially since I was in a household just full of boys like my dad and my brother yeah. so there was uh, who am I gonna talk to about this I'm like Mm-mm, not these awkward men Mm-mm. mm-hmm no um, that's kind of a weird thing also like I I mean sure your parents have like the talk with you but it's not it's just like okay you better not get pregnant don't do this and if a guy is saying all this stuff like you need to make sure he's not just trying to use you like that's how that's the only thing like my dad and brother told me is like don't do it I they're think, only after one thing yeah, like they don't those, like I you okay great I don't think there was just it was always like be safe and I'm like well yeah I'm gonna be safe I don't want kids immediately like that's what I always knew I was like I don't want kids immediately I grew up just I'm, I'm not trying to be a young mom and there's nothing against being a young mom, mm-hmm. but I myself, it's not what I wanted. It's not, and I can yeah. say, speak, speak that on my own, but there is, people say like speaking about sex is ta- like could be so taboo. And in my mind, it was, it was just that I was such a nervous Nelly because of how much I didn't know. And now I feel like I could be really safe talking to you about it. Okay, the reason I became an, e- an easer, easing people in, is because that's what God does for me. And I enjoy that. Will I still tell it like it is? Yes, but I've learned, or I am continuously learning how to be kind and gentle. But you can still be honest. You can still be unfailingly and unabashedly honest. But delivery does matter. And I know I didn't care about that all the time, but now I do. To ease it in. Pun intended. Yeah. Innuendo intended. <laughs> I. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, there's so much where we can be so gentler about topics and for people, and especially ones that might, topics that might be more triggering. Like if we have shame about exactly. something, it's gonna, it can be triggering. I, I know that from a lot of experience, I've shut down mm-hmm. all the time. And when it came about sex or came about depression and other parts, I was so far away. And decisions that I have made at that time where I'm not the proudest about them, it wasn't, mm-hmm. it, I wasn't thinking about let me be spiteful to God, let me do the opposite of what certain things were it was just me not being no you were just trying to take away yeah or honestly it was like taking away the pain or there was another one not necessarily at my height of my depression at points which different topic um but it was some points in my life i can honestly say i was so far from that relationship that i'm trying to establish now where like i said he may have been talking to me. I didn't hear anything. There wasn't even a whisper because I was singing out loud. Things were blasting. And I couldn't hear anything. I couldn't yeah. hear him because he wasn't even a thought. 
He was what I've told you before. I was. Oh, I'm in there too, honey. What was I? You can't wait. I was that person that, like, when things were really bad at times, I'd be like, oh, hey, still here. This not going so well. But it wasn't so frequent. Even when I was at my lows, I still wasn't speaking to him. So there was, I was selfish in my life when he was the one that gave it to me. Oh, yeah, dude, this is not like, oh, my gosh, Lane, you're the only person who believes in God that has ever felt like we have all felt like that a thousand percent. And like, dude, the amount of like, not shame, just more. I was angry, like, oh, my gosh, why did I let certain people have access to me in this very special way? And I'm like, damn it. You didn't deserve me like that. Like, that sucks. And I mean, you know, I forgave myself at the time, but I didn't understand, like, I feel like I didn't really know true freedom until I said, okay, God, this is really embarrassing. I am such a sexual person. Like you, you know, every single thing I have ever done, I've thought about doing or want anything. Okay. With all of that, I'm, I don't know why I've, I've tried to hide this from you for 20 years. When you, you see, you know who I am. There's no point. And honestly, that was kind of the last aspect of my life that I was hiding from him. Aside from, you know, like abuse and trauma and all this stuff. That was easy. Like that hurt, you know, but that part of myself, that was the most reluctant I had ever been. And now that I was like, okay, God, like uh, I'm horny all the time. Like do something, help me. And he said, okay, finally, yes, I just needed you to give me permission. God is like the master of consent. He will not do anything in your life if you do not ask him to. Even if it's like a quick, like, okay, God, like, do whatever you, do whatever you need to do. Like, he'll take it. But it's your, it's your intention. It is your intention. And if you want him to take that shame, take that guilt, take the parts, the temptation you're struggling with, he'll, he'll do it. But you need to ask him. You need to ask him. And when you're, that's what it means to seek him, you know, to genuinely submit yourself like you, as a wife submits to her husband, you know, in that same way, that same idea, like, okay, God, obviously I'm not doing things right. What do you have for me? What am I, what am I supposed to do? And help me to do it. So that was my latest revelation, I guess. And what I'm so I was when we had that phone call and we talked I was in such shock because I'm crazy yeah (laughs) not yeah well you are (laughs) but I love you for it thank you it was it was the phone call and one like we talked to each other about it we talked to people that were very comfortable with like that girl like not just girl talk, but like we were very open and we, we share many, many things that we oh, have yeah. done and sex life, relationships, mm-hmm. stupid thoughts in our head, maybe unkind thoughts in our head just because we need to try to let it out, vent it out. And But when you shared with me that you spoke with him, God, like you spoke with him about sex, yeah. I was like, I, all ears, all ears perked up. I was like, excuse me? Like, like huh? I, what he said. Yeah, like, I was like, 
what are we talking about right now? What did you do? And that's what I've been waiting for. Like, honestly, oh, this yeah. is the punchline I've been waiting for with this environment in this entire phone call was when mm-hmm. you like just like that last phone call when you said I prayed to him and I asked him. I was like, you do what? Yeah, I was like, that's what I'm here for. Like, what are you doing here? Like, what? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's, it's not what I'm here for. Okay. What happened there? No, you like, and I was, I was so intrigued. I was like, what happened? Like, because sometimes it's like, yes. I feel like it's a one conversation at times, but you mm-hmm. actually felt like he responded to you. And, he did. And that's a thing like, and he, I want to hear was, this again, because you always you will. You, yeah, this is, that's something I want to hear that about. A, <laughs> this conversation was the precursor to all of my crazy revelations that I just spewed off. I'm like, Lane, oh my God, God said this. And then, and then he meant this. And then I was like, oh my God, uh, trust me, sweetheart. We're going to get into all of that. But again, I am also working on the uh, spiritual fruit patience. So this was easing in. We're not just going to open the floodgates. I don't trust me, I already did that. I have to make it. it was a giant floodgate. And now I want you guys to have a very nice lazy river that I have helped craft with the creator himself. I got, so, here I am sitting like, um, we'll, wait, no, you, you gave me the floodgate. Like I, I here I am like holding on to the flow, like trying to peek my ears out going like, what were you saying? I know, hold your, your hat and your Mai Tai. Like, what are we doing next? What is going on? Lane, <laughs> <laughs> just relax. It's going to be fine. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I I will okay. definitely get into um, in the next episode. I'll plan it out okay. and everything. So. But, um, yes, my lasting thoughts to us and whoever in posterity God knew exactly what he was doing. It's not a mistake that sex feels amazing, that it's hot as hell and it's the one thing, well, not the one thing, it's one of the things that absolutely drives us, you know? It's, oh, Wait, no, no, thousand percent. I, I'm, I, Sorry, guys. me for Wait, saying like, on. yeah. Let me, I'm interjecting <laughs> because she's my friend and I can say this. It's pleasurable, but if you were me and you did not have a pleasurable time your first time, it, it's okay. It, it may get better. I don't know. I'd, okay. Well, mine was good physically, yeah. just so not emotional. I'm just saying, there's different things. That and we're not saying, like... Yeah. Totally, there's different things. The God like, intended. Totally different things. You know what I went through yes, I for did. that relationship. Like, And you know what? That's another. That's a topic for another time, too. Like, I'll get into toxic relationships, all of that. In due time. In due time. But this was, what a kickoff. Yeah, sexual experiences have a wide, wide, vast, many experiences of whether good, bad, ugly, pleasurable, perfect, maybe not perfect, we, we discussed perfect, just, oh, okay, so wide spectrum, mm-hmm. wide spectrum of sex and what it was like good bad ugly yeah by ugly i don't mean like ugly like ugly but i'm talking like not that great and fantastic all these other things but sorry i had to interject because there's that wide spectrum there's this whole entire experiences but going so think of that there's we get so many different experiences from that but what were you just saying because I want people to remember, there's you're gonna have good, bad, and all these other things. 
it's not always going to be perfect picture movie scene what some people like if you if you watch porn it's not no and back to to you and what you just said i just want to set it up as there's there's wide you could have whether you're in all these other things or if you only had one experience don't hold on to that experience and let, like we don't need to hold on grasp onto these experiences we need to remember what you're about to say and i want everyone to hear that is there's a whole bunch of things. You might have had multitude. You might have just had one. You might have had none. But Nikki's going to share exactly. Nick is going to share exactly what she thinks, what it was intended to be. That's the thing. This is such, this is essentially as close as you can physically be to another human being. And as much as, you know, even you and I don't want to admit it, and I'm sure other people don't too, we were built for connection. We crave it. We want it so bad. We want this acceptance. We want people to feel like they not only see us and hear us, but that they listen and understand. And sex is definitely another means of making that connection and feeling bonded to someone. It is so much more powerful than the world would have you believe of, oh, it's just fun. It's casual. It feels good. Yeah, they're, that's the devil trying to tell you, oh, that's all it is. It's just, it's not a big deal. You can just do it, right? Because it makes you desensitized. Not only to the experience, the absolute soul enlightening experience that sex is and can be, but also other things. If you're okay with being open sexually to a point where it's very destructive and you're just do free for all, whatever... You're going to be open to a lot of other things, too, that are very detrimental to you spiritually, you know? So, I mean, very unpopular opinion. And, you know, I how many times did I admit during us talking, I, I love sex. And, yes, I had misused it in the past, and I understand now. But do you know how long this journey was? It's not like I just woke up one day and said, oh, you know what, God, you're right. I get it now. No, I fought him for as long as I've been having sex. I'm like, listen, God, I will do every single thing you want me to do, but I'm still going to have sex. And he's like, you can do whatever you want to do. And eventually you will understand. And I was like, nope, nope, nope. I'm going to keep having sex. It's going to be great. It's going to be fun because I love it. And I, it hit me like somehow the softest train ever. And I was just thinking to myself, oh my goodness, he was right. Oh my goodness. Why didn't I do this earlier? Why didn't I just listen before? But that's a wonderful thing about our Lord God is he is a gentle, loving corrector. He is not an all-powerful, eagle-tripping dictator who hates us and just wants to see us suffer. That's what Satan wants to do. That's why he's all in everyone's mind and everyone's head. Like, yeah, do whatever you want to do. It doesn't matter. God's not real. And he's holding all this stuff back for you. You know how great sex is. And he doesn't want you to have it. How lame. He probably doesn't even love you. Mm -mm. I'm here to debunk that. I'm not here for it. But like I said, that will be all fleshed out in this new series. I feel like I should make like a, like a catchphrase in this little mini series, something with flesh, because like sins of the flesh and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, maybe, think? definitely if they. Yeah. Okay. If it, 
I think that would be great. Um, any lasting thoughts? I would like to close us in prayer, actually, if that's okay. With Ooh, you. yeah. yeah. Uh, lasting thoughts is I, I love listening to you talk about this stuff because I love you you're so passionate. Much. <laughs> passionate. Maybe too it, much so at times. I know, I know. We're weird. Um, but oh, you're great. You're amazing, and you're a sweetheart. I'm the weird, crazy one. But you know what? Okay. I frolic <laughs> in the rain. Okay. I frolic. So, <laughs> uh, you're, you're so spot on that it's you, like, before I cut you off, um, you're yeah. sharing that what did he intend sex to be? It's joining with another person, but you're also joining with him at the same time. It's the three spiritual beings. Because again, we are souls inhabiting a human form. We are spiritual beings. We're just made physical in the sense. So yes, it's amazing. It's wonderful to be able to connect with your spouse. But that union is also joining with God in that very moment. Yes, God is in your bedroom when you're having sex. A thousand percent. I don't care how weird that makes any of you feel. It's true. He made it pleasurable and enjoyable and perfect and wonderful intentionally. So I need you to get it out of your head if you're like, ew, God can see. Hell yeah, he can. And it's great. And he's like, yes, my little married children, I'm so proud of you. you you're doing great. You're doing amazing, sweetie. <laughs> like that's that's what it is don't worry guys that's what it is she made me feel weird um yeah i want you to i i'm glad i'm glad you should feel weird you should feel weird about it it's like you said this beautiful intention that he has and it's beautiful those words perfect and it's meant to be more it's a gift it really is is, and it's it's absolutely a gift we can from our own actions would have happened because neither of us are the same, we can gain back our soul. Like we can gain back with those parts that we have lost because we connected, Mm -hmm. we connected with how we connected with people. I'm going to say numbers. We're not that type of people. Um, We don't need to do that. Point is we know, we know it happened. Maybe there was trauma to it and these other things, but build up. We can, we can do what she said and establish this relationship and he's going to love us always okay and on that note i will close us in prayer um i'm actually guys i'm a nervous prayer so we'll see how this goes um heavenly father uh thank you so much for putting lane honestly in my path i adore her um she definitely radiates your love and how caring and sweet she is um so thank you for having us take this journey together um I pray that for us and for anyone listening that we could have sexual healing within you. I pray that whatever our sexual past or history was, that it is redeemed in you and that you are the only one who can make us whole once again. I pray that you forgive us and wash us clean of our sins. Give us the courage, the drive, the passion, and the absolute love to repent and to know that you have our best interest at heart and you always do. And if there's anything holding us back in completely submitting to you the way wives submit to their husbands and such, and in that same principle, if there's anything holding us back, 
I pray in Jesus' name that all of those be broken because that is the only name that holds any power over any of them. And you are so much bigger than anything holding us back. So I also pray that during this time while we do continue in this series, I pray that you you move me out of the way, you move Lane out of the way, and that we can be vessels to help explain and to lead your children as you see fit. Um, I pray that we continue to submit to you in our everyday lives, especially sexually, and that we do so and we still remain full of your love, full of your joy, so we can help spread that to others. In Jesus' mighty, holy, an amazing name. Amen. Amen. Like Love to you. also add, <laughs> please, please bring Nikki a man that will love her just as much as she needs and more. Show her that she can find someone <laughs> that will be patient with that stubborn girl. <laughs> I know you have. I know you have a plan, oh and I God. know that there's someone exists, and you have them, and you're in your working. Whenever it happens, please let me be a witness. Amen. Oh my goodness. And Amen. for everybody else too, I swear. You trying to make me cry? That was, wow. <laughs> well, this is officially Nikki Del Sol and Lainey Day signing off.